What's up, everybody? It's Janan. Welcome to the Honest Room. Let's keep it honest. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Honest Room. I'm here with a very savvy guest. His new project is amazing, Savvy Savage. And I'm here with Mr. Savvy himself. Yeah. Okay. TJ, how do we get from TJ to Savvy? You asked me with my, like, how I came with the idea of Savvy, see? Yes. But, you know, because it all started with me just, you know, doing it for fun. Like, you know, I heard hearing a beat and, like, you know, rapping, uh, writing a rap to it. And it just, I feel like from the, off, obviously I've evolved and I've gotten better, but it was pretty much like, I feel like I was good from the start. So it was just like, I'm kind of like savvy with it. You know, like, it's just, it, come, it came naturally to me, like, just to write you know, good rhyme. So I was like, okay, hey, savvy. And then I just added a T just for like the emphasis of like, you know, savvy T. I like, I just like that sound. Okay. I I actually like the name. It's actually savvy. I like the name of the project too, Savvy Savage. Like, okay, I like that. We're here for it. <laughs> so what got you into writing on the beat? On the beat? Like, um, what got you into being a rapper? Um. I mean, one, well, one, first and foremost, I've just always been, for a, a long time, I should say, I've been a fan of rap, specifically female rap. Um, so I just like, always, I've always listened to rap, I've always, you know, admired just the art of it. Um, as far as me taking like initiative into like, you know, writing and stuff like that, I have a friend that you guys know very well, Isaiah C. Um, and he started um, rapping and when around the time, I believe when he was, working on his first project, um, Castillo Manifesto. It was like, okay, you know, we were just chilling and he was just like, he was, you know, he was doing his thing and I was just, you know, there listening, like vibing to it, it was dope. And he was like, you know, you should try. And since I said, really? I, said, I don't know, I never really like thought about really doing it for real. Like, no, like writing, or rap, writing a rap, as much, even as much as I like rap. And that's pretty much just how it went. He just, uh, sent me the app uh, beat stars where you know you can just surf, surf up beats beats and i just went home and i was just like you know why not and i but i didn't my passion the passion that i got from it wasn't expected i didn't think that i would like you know fall in love with it like that like you know oh wow like this and eventually it turned into an outlet for me um that wasn't expected at all but that's what happened <laughs> um yeah this is an isaiah c um fan page at this point. Um, <laughs> Don is from Doubles as an Isaiah C fan page for everyone that doesn't already know. Um, and that's where I met you. Mm -hmm. today. So it only makes sense for it to come up early. So you've been working on Savvy Savage since um, Isaiah was working on Castillo Manifesto? Uh, no, he was pretty much done I believe um around that time but he was still like working on the, some things and we were going to the studio together um and that's kind of like when I when I initially like okay I wrote I wrote my little cute little first, first raps and I was like you know let me see how it feels like putting it in going in a stew and actually making something out of it um and you know he helped me with that as well so yeah it was kind of like a so what was the first song my, uh Florida Boys Really? Yeah, that was that was the first song I ever um, I ever recorded. 
I don't I don't feel like I personally don't feel like it may have not been my best song, but it definitely has like a special place in my heart because I like I love it, but it was also the first song that I did. So it was just like okay, that really was like, oh, like this is how, you know, this it laid the groundwork, I should say. I the Florida Boys is actually one of my favorites. Really? It actually is different. Yeah, like it sticks out on the project. Okay. Like I wouldn't have known it was like the first one we recorded. Um, but like it's different. I really like it. Thank you. I'm happy to hear that. It makes I me wanna um I didn't know if, I didn't know if it was ride around Florida with my baby cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got you a Florida boy? Good for you. Uh hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, this is a child. Not you had me laugh. Okay, you had me laughing already. So, a little sidebar on how I met you, Savvy. Um, we were in Atlanta at the same time, and you're friends with Isaiah, and I've met Isaiah to podcast, and we went out to eat. I think you had some amazing opinions, and at the time, you never once mentioned that you were, in fact, also rapping. Like, it never found its way to the conversation. It did it? From my recollection. I was like, and then I was like, you oh, asked, was I a rapper too? Which, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess that you were in fact also a rapper. But like, I took it as, am I a rapper too, like Isaiah? Not like, oh, are we all rappers? Yeah. I thought and you- no, guys, I'm, I'm not dropping a rap project this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, cause I get asked all the time. Like, okay, so are you like planning a, no. Right. When I first heard about the honors room, I thought you were a rapper as well. I thought you were a rapper as well. I was like, oh, okay. That, I, th- I thought it was, I think it's really dope, like what you're doing. So I was like, oh, so he raps and he's like creating a platform for other artists. I thought that was dope. <laughs> no, there's no rapping. I mean, it could happen, but like as of right now, <laughs> no, when I hear a beat, I don't know what to do. Um, so let's get into, first of all, what's your favorite song on your project? My favorite song is Too Real. I feel that was actually one of the last songs I wrote. Um, it was kind of one of those, like uh, that and I think No Fooling Me were like the last two songs I added because it was only going to be eight songs initially. And I was like, you know, it's missing something. It's missing a couple of things. And I feel like those two things really made it what I envisioned it to be. Um, my favorite song is Too Real. And I think it, because I think it really, um, speaks to like my growth as a writer and like as a rapper, like just how like the sound of it. Um, yeah, I would say that's my favorite song. So, and it's, describe the mixtape to us actually, before I get into all the questions I have about it, describe it to us as a whole. Well, I just want to, as a whole, I want to just, I feel like if you, for anyone that's listened to it, to all my songs, especially straight through, like how I, you know, I placed them and stuff like that. I wanted, thank you. <laughs> I wanted for my first project, for for anyone that listened to it, to get a feel of who I am. Um, like, you know, I just, I think I like, you know, my, it started like in the ring and I wanted to be like my intro um, and to be something like, you know, where people could feel like, hey, listen, I'm just coming to you. Like I'm a person I've been through shit. Um, I've overcame it and this is where I am now. Like that's kind of what the, how I feel like it was 
how I planned it to be. And um, that's what I feel like it was. I feel like if anyone listens to it would get a good feel like just me as a person. Start off with In the Ring, which is actually a great place to start and a great title. What were you like, where were you at when you recorded that? Um, I Because obviously Florida Boys was the first song you recorded. So In the Ring, like you heard that, you're like, I'm gonna start this bitch off like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually started with a conversation I was having with my mom. Um, like I wrote it that night. Cause it was just like, I was already looking for beats. It was, it was kind of, I was already looking for beats. She called me um, and I don't know how, sometimes me and mom just get into these random like deep conversations that, you know, just help us like really, you know, bond and whatnot. And she just kind of like went back on it. She was like telling me like how proud she is of me and uh, all the things that overcome like issues that we had in the past and how we overcame that and stuff like that and where we are today, where I am today and uh, I just got inspired. I was like, I want to write something about this song. I didn't, the beat that I had in mind to do over was completely different. I thought it was going to, it's probably going to be like a, like a, you know, a slower, like kind of more like, you know, dramatic kind of beat. But um, I heard that beat and it was just like one, the sound is very much Southern, like I'm from the South, you know? So it was like, it resonated with me. And it's also just like, this is like a, uh, I feel like it was more of like a storytelling song too. So I was like, okay, like this is, um, I just got it right and then we came together. So what I like is that the project has a good mix of content. Like it's not all, okay, sidebar, I played submissive for my nigga seven times in a row. Like dropping a sub- very non-subliminal subliminal hint. <laughs> uh, he told me to shut the hell up, but like I'm playing seven more times next time we're together in the car um but like it's a very good mix of content like it's not all like free Mm -hmm. which i have a bunch of questions about free but like woo baby um i like that you gave us like your your rap skills like they were showcased why didn't you have any features why didn't uh honestly i what made you decide to to go all the way solo. Well, I did want to add Isaiah on the song. Um, we, <laughs> you already knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, I did want to add Isaiah on the song. I've heard, I think I've heard the song. Uh, yeah, it was called One Night Stand. No, you're not the friend that he played the song with. Uh, yes. We had, we had, we recorded a song called One Night Stand. And One Night Stand was the song second to Florida Boys that I ever wrote and recorded it. Um, but where I was with my uh, skill wise, at least when I did When I Stand, it was nowhere near where I was, like, you know, with the other song, just what basically every song that made the project, I just didn't sound good. I thought I did when I was recording it and I, for a cute like week or two, I was like, oh, okay, you know, this is cute. But then like, once I really started, you know, sitting more with like my, you know, my raps and like trying to like figure out how to like, you know, be better, like deliver better, like, you know, work on my cadence a little more and stuff like that. I just was listening to it and I just heard something totally different. I was like, no way is this going on. This is my first project. Um, you know, Isaiah's verse was great, but it was like, I can't just put that. Like, I was not, I sound a mess compared to where I am now. So I just scrapped it. Um, yeah, that was, I wanted him. But as far as other um, other features, um, it just didn't really like occur to me. I was I one I was still I was still learning about other um, gay rappers. Um, was also just like 
that's why when I was when I was writing my music, some some of the songs I just didn't know, couldn't really figure out who I'll even put on them. You know, it was like it just like I just it was just me. You know, like a lot of my songs I thought was just like me. You know, like how who else could write them? Like on those songs, like for like no no fooling me, for example. I thought about having somebody, um, a rapper, but I just I was like I don't even know who I would put on this, so I just wrote it. I just continue writing, and I thought about having a singer, and that didn't end up working out. So I just used the the hook, and that was it. So it's funny because when I asked about like a feature, I actually meant a singer. Like I meant like because there was a couple songs that I could hear like somebody singing, you know, casually in the background as you were rapping, and I like I love the way they are, but like there are a couple songs I could hear. I was like, oh okay, but I like that you went added 10 songs by yourself because like people don't do that anymore and I really thought it was like a good reflection of you thank you yeah but I do uh you know I, I would say this is my next project where I have features so I'm not solo I want to be solo all the time and yes Savvy I I have heard the um song with Isaiah yeah I heard the song with Isaiah okay so this is a bit of a contradiction, but I didn't know it was you when I heard the song. But I heard the song prior to meeting you. Mm. And I was like, okay. Because, <laughs> no, Isaiah will random, he'll randomly play songs and I'll, it'll be like, okay. And I was like, oh, well, who is the other person? But going, until you just said that and like, I would have never guessed that. I would have never put one and one together and got two. Like, no, right. <laughs> don't let me figure out how to get that song off the streets because I added to the episode. So. <laughs> okay. Now, I have a lot of questions about Freak. I'm not even going to sit here and play like I don't. So we're just going to get into why do you add it to the project? What does Freak mean to you? Are you asking now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just did the project because, you know, like I said, I wanted to show different parts of me, but, all, you know, and who I am. And I'm uh, that's I'm a freak bitch. And as you know, anybody listens to the song, you you can tell. <laughs> so, um, but freak to me, you know, of course, there are, there are levels to this shit. And uh, there are definitely levels that I either am not at and or I don't have any desires to be at. But generally, like, you know, for freak... It's just somebody that just, you know, isn't afraid to do things, do some unconventional things in the bedroom or wherever, <laughs> if you want to be honest. So, yeah. Okay. Savvy, what's your freak level? One to ten. One to ten? I would say I'm a solid seven. You started to say nine. You went... I was, I was okay. say, I was say six, but... Uh, I would say like maybe like around a seven because I yeah yeah seven maybe okay well I think that's crazy because I would break myself a seven and the way what you were talking about and like I was like hold on (laughs) maybe I'm like a three like maybe I'm a little more you know (laughs) also like you know what you've been exposed to like obviously there was there was a time where I was thought I was grown like 19, 20 I'm like girl I'm a 10. But when you meet 10s, when you meet 10s, you just, you have to, it's, very, it's a very humble experience because it's just like, okay. 
<laughs> it's, I'm not that. So you, I, you gotta. I was confined. I was completely fine with um, lowering my freak level because <laughs> I was not. I'm not a ten. <laughs> I'm not a ten. <laughs> For the right nigga, I might be eight. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's it. The cutoff is eight because that nine and that ten level child, whoo, they want you to do a lot. <laughs> okay so something something my legs up in the air something something play with my anal beads is exactly what I remember from that song like I <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know what I'm gonna add the song to the episode on Spotify guys so you can um, listen to it and tell me what you think um there's a video. Oh, and then there's also a video, which Wu Child, if the video didn't set I was already like oh. You liked it? It's, I, I liked the video. I was like, okay. Is that, gentlemen, your um, significant other? No, that was just someone that was in the video. I don't have a you, I'm single. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> If that's the story, we'll take it. We'll take it. Okay. So you're recording free and it's showing another side of you and then you go to do the video. First of all, I can I say I love like the shimmy, like the little like body roll thing. I've been trying to teach myself that for like two minutes. Well, are you talking about the, the beginning? Yes. The, I'm not gonna get stand up and do it because I'm not gonna embarrass myself. But you know exactly what I I was like, oh, hold on. <laughs> no, maybe not. Uh, but I loved that. I was like, oh my God, this is everything. Yeah. What made okay. Obviously you wanted to show another side of you, but like the video, recording the video, what were your thoughts? What were my thoughts recording the video? Yeah, like how'd you decide, you know, on what you wanted to do? Because it, I'm not gonna call it like softcore porn or anything, but like it was very, like you definitely got the song across. Thank you. That, I mean, that's what I intended. You know, I'm not gonna do, I, I don't wanna do no half ass. Like, you know, first, I, I know who I am. I'm a grown ass man. Um, and if I had enough balls to go in the studio and record a song like that and put that out there um if i'm going to do a visual for that you know of course instagram can be a little petty so i'm going to only i'm going to you know i have to play within those grounds but i'm still going to give you a vision you know of that you know it's not going to be no cute i can't do something cute and then but talk about something sexy you know i'm going to give it sexy because that's what it's supposed to be I went and bought a 10-foot anal bead after listening to the song. Good for you. That's going on. I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, but like I went and bought one. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'll pose with it on Instagram or some shit. But okay. So now I guess my last question about the freak thing is what's the freakiest thing somebody's asked you to do? <laughs> the freakiest thing? Um Come on, you a grown man. You know, you went in the studio, you recorded that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> uh, it, it was they asked me like like fisted. No, I don't, I'm not into that. Like I would do it, I would do it to somebody else, but I don't, I have no desire to get fisted myself. Like that's not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> I want okay. Like I literally, <laughs> I'm so fascinated by fisting. Actually, like I would love. I'm very fascinated too, and I, I would love to talk to somebody that that enjoys that. Um, to like just get like their like. I don't. I don't honestly. For, one thing. One thing about me is like. I don't judge. Like for me, if it's if it's as long as it's consensual and it's between grown folks, like do what you want to do. It's not hurting nobody. But it's like I I just don't understand what how like that even what popped in your mind to like be like I would enjoy that. I would like to understand where that comes from. Even though I don't have no desire to do it, but it's like I just not. I would never do that (laughs) to myself. I think we both fall in that category. It's like, I, it's not a judgment thing. That's why I'm curious. It's more like, I just want to know like the thought process behind like, damn, like it wasn't like one finger, two fingers, a penis. It was one, two, three, four, five, wop. Like, okay, hey. <laughs> so obviously now I'm going to move on to my next favorite song, Submissive. What does that mean to you? Talking to you, I will say talking to you, I didn't really get submissive from you. Because not everybody gets that. That's a good answer. Okay, see? Not everybody gets that. And the thing with being submissive, at least for me, I'm speaking, you know, for me personally, like I, I can be dominant and I do like to be at times be dominant. Um, but for me to be submissive, you know, it's, that's something that I can only do. Like, you know, I feel safe with a person. Um, like I know they're not going to, take that opportunity to really drag it, you know, that type of, that type of thing. So, um, and also when I know that they're not gonna, they, they know that it's not me. Like, you know, I don't like to be submissive off the bat because some niggas would think that, you know, then that, that means it's just who you are and you're just gonna walk over you. I'm not like that. So um, I don't give, jump at every opportunity to just play that, but I do like to be submissive when um, I feel like somebody has earned that from me. And um, that's what it entails. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so as I just finished saying, I literally played the song for my nigga. Not because he doesn't submit, but because I was like, well, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, maybe you should just, you know, take this as a reference point. And he told me to shut the hell up. So, and now the answer you're giving, I'm like, fuck, now, like, when he listens to the episode, he's gonna be like, mm, yeah, told you. <laughs> try, try again next time. Um, and I get that. It's, you know, because it's no point in submitting to everyone. Only, you know, when you're and getting don't get that. Of course, like, you're a bottom or, you know, you, I, I guess, it's, you're receiving something. I guess that would say that's more submissive. But I'm saying, like, going to X, like, what I was talking about is submissive, like, going, like, to get somebody, like, full control, like, do whatever you want, like, use me. That's a different type of submissive that, you know, I've, I, enjoy greatly doing but i can't do it with just anybody and that's yeah no you have to build that connection with them before you can just you know be so free with your body with them yeah. and your energy so i know i said submissive is my favorite song but honestly pro ho might be a really tight second go, just go for it just just tell tell us about pro ho 
Okay. Um, well, when I'll say where it started, um, I started all. Uh, okay, hold on. I got to give a shout out to one of my favorite artists, and honestly, the person that I, I guess the pro would be like paying homage to, um, Baby Mother. Um, for those who know her, she's a she's a she's a she's a female rapper, but she's one of my favorites. Like next to Nicki, she's my favorite rapper. Um, because she's just a real raw ass bitch and I love her style. She's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it shows so that my flow was kind of um, reminiscent of hers um, in Proho. And also I, that it was that I was listening to her and I was on my phone and I was scrolling Twitter and you know, Twitter, you know, especially like, you know, in our community, there's like those topics that, you know, rotate around pretty often that you see, you know, people arguing about or whatever. And that night just happened to be, um, something about sex workers. Um, and I just saw like a bunch of like ignorant, ignorant tweets from coming from ignorant people, um, basically throwing stones when they are very much liable to get stone, stones thrown at them too. Um, so it was like, okay, like, you know, like this is just stupid. Like I'm, I'm for me, I'm very pro ho. Um, I'm all about like, you know, I'm not a sex worker myself, but I work with them. Um, so I definitely, yes. you know, um, um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much where it started. I was just, I just got to write and, you know, selling pussy by the gram with pop your OnlyFans, do your thing. <laughs> you know? So that is actually why I liked Proho. I liked Proho based off the conversation I had had with you prior. I was like, oh, this, like, it makes, like, obviously him being Proho makes sense. And I think when we were at the table, actually, you mentioned being pro ho like you didn't quite say it like that but you were like yeah this 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 and this i don't do i don't personally do it but you know, i'm here for it like yeah do your thing so i really like that now i actually never let a guest get out of here without me asking about their love life so here it goes what's the savvy love life tj the savvy love life? Um... You know, I have, uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. There's no, I don't have any like, you know, serious, I'm not in a serious relationship or any like, you know, exclusive one. I'm not really, um, I don't really care for monogamy. So that really like navigates my dating life. Um, so yeah, I'm like more like poly. So. Oh, I have. Oh, I have questions. Oh, okay, keep going. But yeah, that's pretty much like, a, um, yeah, I don't really, I'm not really seeing anyone in particular right now. That was vague. Let me ask more follow-up questions because who's in the corner? Um, <laughs> I got excited. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. You're not seeing anyone right now. Anybody, that, any, um, you know, people that you're hanging out with that you like? Or how do you, how does that conversation, well, first, anybody that you're hanging out with that you that you like? Uh, well, this is one guy. Um, he knows who he is. He's in, he actually lives in Atlanta. So, um, yeah. Well, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking what Oh, I'm, okay, so I know what Polly is. I actually, my question is, okay. When did you realize that you are more for a poly style of dating versus monogamy? When I realized it was a, a 
it took a while because you know obviously like monogamy is like the norm so you're not really taught like of any um relationships outside of that, any healthy specifically healthy relationships outside of that so um it was something that you just got to add come to terms to on my own and really okay obviously what's you know the norm doesn't work for me um i just had to envision my own way you know what like what what are some aspects of relationships that I like and um, what do I just want to like, you know, make on my own, you know, or, or specifically like with my partner. And that's where it came in to. So like my first relationship, I kind of got the sense because he cheated. And I remember I wasn't even like, I was upset, but I was more upset about him lying about it. It was weird. It wasn't really that he cheated because I'm like the guy that he cheated with was kind of cute and was in my DMs too. So it was just like, bitch, you could have just asked, <laughs> you know? And so that's where, that's where I was too. But it was also like, yeah, I was just really upset that like he lied because that's where I, I, I didn't step outside of the relationship, you know, and because I just, you know, that would have been lying and I know that wasn't our agreement. So I didn't. And so it was like, that's what hurt me. And from there, it was kind of like, you know, I had thoughts about it, but also I didn't even know how to go about it. I had never really heard of like, I didn't know much about like, you know, poly or like open relationships and I didn't have the language or like the understanding that that's how some people actually live and um, is possible. So it wasn't until like I got, um, this is when I lived in Florida and I moved up here and I dated, you know, um, and you know, dating in New York is different because you're exposed to so many different type of guys. Most of the guys I met weren't from New York. They came from all over the country or some even out. So it was like you, they, uh, a few of them opened my eyes to so like, you know, them not being monogamous or saying that they're not looking for monogamy right now and getting to understand why and getting, finding, you know, relating to that. And yeah, and my best friend actually, one of, one of my other best friends is Polly as well. So he definitely, and he came to that conclusion before I did. So it was uh, very insightful, like learning from him as well. I okay so I'm so polyamory is always so fascinating to me um for a series of reasons how does the conversation work like you okay you're meeting somebody you're talking to them you like them at what point do you say hey I like you but I also like to be with multiple people um, I tell I tell people up front. They already know it. I, I'm very big on saying what it is and what it isn't from the beginning. So we both have an understanding of how where to go. Because the thing with poly is that um, to be like, uh, and there's there's a spectrum. There's poly people that want like you know multiple boyfriends, right? And there's people like me where it's like you know like my last my last relationship was open. So it's like that dynamic worked better for me because like I do like the idea of having a primary partner is just for me sexually, like sexual monogamy specifically, just is, I don't feel like is a never was never something I really cared about as long as there was honesty, um, like, you know, transparency and, you know, basically just like, you know, everything on open, like, you know, and whatever boundaries or like, you know, insecurities or whatever, like concerns there may be between one or the both. Um, is talked about openly and dealt with like as a couple with about anything that any concern you know whether it's you know with the relationship or anything outside so that was that was pretty much it for me and i let people know that up front and i give them the option like you know we can continue like seeing each other or we can just be friends or we could just cut this off here and there you know so 
yeah, I, I give people that option. So, and I think that what you said that there that really caught me is you, it's the sexual monogamy that you're just kind of like not really here for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't don't really much of that one because it's like. (laughs) Go go ahead. Actually, no, because you might actually answer the question. Because when you, when you, uh, okay, how do you say it? You, um, I don't have anything against monogamy. I've been monogamous before. Um, it's not saying that like, I can't do it, but I also, even while I've done it, I just didn't see the point of it because I could tell, I could tell even then, like I'll catch my, you know, boyfriends or just know, like you know, they like certain pictures. We were out together and they looked at other guys. And for me, that was it was never. I never looked at it as like they're not finding me attractive or less attractive because I was looking. I would be looking too. It was just like you, you like we look at other people. Like everybody likes other people. Like just because you love someone or or have a really big liking to someone doesn't mean that all the attraction stops. And you know, in a lot of sense, people do stop. You know, interacting or. or you know, enacting on whatever desires or sections they have, and it's fine. But for me, I just don't think it's necessary because I don't have that, like, that worry. You know, I know, like, you know, regardless, like, if I'm with my boyfriend, regardless, and he does his own thing, or we do stuff together, like, that's still going to be my nigga. I like that. I really, like, I find polyamory so fascinating. And I don't know anyone that, I know plenty of people that are practicing with in themselves but i don't know people that are practicing outwardly and sharing it with the people that they're practicing with yeah. i think that's probably the better way to put it yeah. lots of niggas are probably in worse, but you know they're not <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's it's one of those things where i feel like you know as a society we we people have their opinions on and judge but in the same breath how do i say this I think not comparing it specifically like all the way to deep being DL, but when I feel like a lot of guys would be more open to saying, listen, I'm poly. If there wasn't that big stigma of like, oh, you're a hoe, you're a slut, like all these things that you call people who are poly and this and that, which is shaming whether you people see it or not. And then get mad when like people who are don't want to, even if they, as much as they might like you. And it, of course it is wrong to like, go into a relationship with someone and know that you're moving different than how they know you're moving. But it's like, there's still that has to be that uh, understanding of like, there's sometimes there's a reason behind that, you know? And I feel like once, I feel like if there's less shaming, there'll be more honesty. So my question lies with, is the, does the conversation go something like, I like you, I like you so much, but you will never sexually satisfy me by yourself. Cause in my mind, that is how, like, based off how you like that's, mm. and I might be, I might fully be crazy, and I'm willing to own that. But from what you said, that's immediately what I got. Like, mm-hmm. I like you. I like our relationship. I think the world of you. You by yourself will never fulfill me sexually, though. I don't see it like that because it's like it's kind of like. All right. For example, like, I have my best friends and I have three best friends. And I get, as far as friendships and all that, I can, if, say like I didn't make any more friends the rest of my life and I just had the three best friends I have now, I'll be straight because they're great best friends. And, 
but it doesn't mean like when I have other people who are friends that there's still something about those relationships in particular. They might the relationship itself might not be as strong, but I'm getting something different, something new. You know, something like you know, learning something. Whether it's I'm learning something new about life from them, or I'm just learning something about them and they open my eyes to something or whatever. Or there's just something that I like doing with them that I just don't do with any other of my best friends i feel like sometimes with that it's like that's where poly what poly is like you know like i have my partner who i you know love dearly and i want to build with but every now and then like i meet somebody that's just different and like this whatever experience i have with them is just that experience like it's just like a good time but that doesn't take away with, with what i have with my partner and that's something that's communicated and that's constant we worked on and communicated you know like it's not just we only have one conversation like being poly is never just having one conversation you know what I'm saying we go and never talk about it again like you always come to each other like regularly and talk about okay what's you know how's you know is what about where are we now and like how to you know are we good is anything you want to work on like it's just a it's constant communication but that's what like every relationship should be like you know checking in Okay, so let me give you this compliment. We, ha- I had a sexologist in our earlier episode. I like, and she was also polyamorous. And I like that you guys have a very similar like way of, ex- like, it's a very like, and I like that. And I like that. I just like everything you're saying about it. Like, honestly, I'm so here for it. Um, yeah, I'm just really fast. I'm fucking fascinated, actually. And this is partially why I was like, you know what? This is a good-ass person to invite. Because a little sidebar is I was sitting at a table with Mr. Savvy, and he was telling me that he has a Latin friend that says the and the word nigga, and he's okay with it. And from, that, from my response to that and his response to my response, I was like, oh, okay, he's perfect. Let's go. This will be fun. And I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny joke. That was a, we were really at, we were really at the table <laughs> debating. <laughs> no, because I was really just gobsmacked. Um, <laughs> completely gobsmacked. I'm still gobsmacked when I explain that conversation to other people. Like I was explaining the conversation yesterday. Still gobsmacked. <laughs> um. I'm not even going. <laughs> what? Okay. So where do you go next? Music. Well, actually, let me backtrack because I have another question about you being poly. Do you see like weddings for yourself or like marriage or? Oh yeah, I definitely want to have, if not like, if not, even if it's not called like a marriage, like, I still want that ceremony. Um, just for, like what it symbolizes for me. Um, I, I still want that. The institution of marriage, as like we know it, I do always agree with, but uh, even like aside from that, like just from my own, like, you know, me and my relationship, uh, I definitely do see like a, a wedding, you know, in the future. And like, you know, I still, I do want kids and like, you know, like people have lived these lives and still are able to have full lives with partners, have kids and stuff like that. It's just not always how, you know, you might think it would be because, you know, it's not the norm, but it's still possible. And that's definitely something I do see for myself. Um, I do want for myself. As Growing like up, <laughs> I had a neighbor that was, she owned a BBW um, porn site. And her husband was like a police officer and they were also swingers. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget 
the one month I rode the bus, literally everyone found out and they were like, oh my God, so your mom, she's playing her dad like three times a week. <laughs> and it was like, um, fucking four of them. <laughs> yeah, because I think, yeah, it was fucking a bunch of them that lived in that, a bunch of kids that lived in that house. And they're like, no, they, they, you know, they're together and they, you know, <laughs> like, cause you know, as a, you can't really like. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, that hasn't been, that hasn't been explained to you. So that's, you, you don't know as a kid. But it was normalized them. Like they completely understood like, yeah, no, my mom and dad are together, but they're also, you know, they do whatever. So yeah, that's really fascinating actually. Back to the music. Where do you go next from here, musically? Um, you know, I just wanted to like continue to just get better. You know, obviously, I'll, I'll, I'll like my music now. Um, even the songs I'm writing now are just better. You know, and I and it's just exciting to like see that growth. Um, yeah, like I'm already working on my next project, so that like feels good too. Yeah. Already? Yeah. What's the rush? We're just. No, it's, 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 it's not. not any rush to put it out. Uh -oh. it's, I'm not putting it out. It's not. I'm not, I'm not. It's not coming out anytime soon. It's just. I'm already working on it because you know writing. Like I said, writing songs for me has just become like an outlet. And you know, there's already been a few songs that I like enough already that. Kind of created a vision for like my next project. Um, and like that's that that could be liable to change, you know. The what, how Savage Savage came out is different than how I initially planned to come up because as I grew as an artist, my vision changed. So it might change now, but I'm as of right now, I have an idea for my next project, and it just so happens that you know, as I'm as I've been writing recently, um, it's just some things have just been falling in place for it. I like that. I okay. I respect that. And I respect that you built in the answer to me not asking you what the theme for the next project was. I respect it. I mean, I still want to ask, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> okay, so when listening to Savvy Savage, what are what do you feel like are the three songs that easily articulate who you are as an artist? Who I am as an artist? Mm -hmm. Too Real. Um, in the Rain, definitely. And for a third, I guess I have to say, definitely had to be one of the free songs. Um, <laughs> I don't even say it's, it was pretty much just a tie between Submissive and Proho. There were, it's a tie between them. I feel like Proho both... is, yeah. I told you I'm Proho stand though, so don't pay me any mind because I'm biased already. Um. Gosh, like I just really enjoy talking to you. Like I have so many questions, but like we'll be here forever. Okay, so you're are you okay? Hmm. Like I said, I have a bunch of questions. I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with them because <laughs> they're all like at the tip of my tongue. Like, damn, like hmm. I'm not gonna kick the polyamory down. Um, so are you also polygamous? Like, like so, like, like husbands? Like, or boyfriends? 
Oh, like the Nessence? Um, that's a lot. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one thing for me to have my boo and like, you know, like every now and then, you know, when he's out, he does his thing or vice versa, or we do th like things together. But I don't, like I said, I personally know that I want, the most I would do is like as a throuple, you know, where like we're all like, like we're all a thing, but set four separate boyfriends with like four separate, like four separate dates, four separate like text threads, four separate, like it's just, that's just, <laughs> I don't, and you know, some people, some people manage that very well. I won't be able to, I'll, I'll get tired of all of them and break up with all of them and start all over. I know how I mean. <laughs> so, I'd rather not even put too much on my plate. Like, that's a lot. Like, I would, for that to work, I would have to have no friends. And I love my friends. So, I'm not letting them go. So, yeah, one nigga, one, like, boyfriend is fine with me. You know, I don't really need all that. <laughs> I get that. I respect that a lot. Honestly, because that's, that's very <laughs> I know a throuple, and I'm so fascinated by them, too. Like, I, like... Just those concepts to me, I find fascinating. <laughs> like, I I'm sorry, I'm like, you know when you have a bunch of questions for someone and you know this is the time to ask them, so you're like, fuck. Like, but I also don't want to come like, I'm just shoot, like I'm just shooting questions out of you, at you. You know what, Sammy? I have, describe your music in three words. Damn, that's great. Um, raw. Um, I think I think I honestly I believe my sound is unique. Um, I don't I don't think it's something that I hear, especially now, like often, uh, like certain things. But I do think it's unique, and I don't know the word for it. But I feel like when you listen to my songs, uh, at least some of my songs, you you. I, try my best to paint a picture. I don't know the word for it, but like, uh, like it's a it case of vision. It's like a... I have no idea what the word for it is, but I know that there's a word for it. I mean, you know what I mean? There's a word for it, I just can't remember it. Like like, like a submissive or in the ring or um, even freak, uh, dancing with the devil, like all those songs, I feel like when I wrote them, when I listened to them, you know, I saw it. You know, so yeah. Not so, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I look distracted because I'm listening slightly to the music in the background, seeing if it's loud enough for me to get sued. Um, but it's not, so don't worry. Uh, okay. Gosh, is there anything more that you want to share with the audience? Anything more? Um... You're so candid. You have so many great thoughts. Is there anything more that you would like to share? Something like put something on my ass. <laughs> like, is that what you mean? Like anything specific? This all you. Like, what do you want them to take away from me talking to you? What do you want, like? I think, you know, just being like, I mean, I just like, I just want to thank everyone that's taking the time to like listen. You know, this project was an extension of myself so like you know i hold it dearly um and yeah like i really hope that you know anyone that, that that's listening really likes it um because if you don't like it you probably don't like me so <laughs> it's like it, it, it's oh, like, damn damn 
I mean, because it, I feel like it gets to that. You know, like, I put a lot of myself into my music. You know, I for me, like my writing style is definitely like what I rap about is more. I say my personality, like just how I am, like what I think, like um, things I've been through, like my experiences. Like, I don't. All my raps are things that, like, you know, like I actually do, or I've actually done, or that I'm not afraid to do. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm laughing at that answer, but I actually, I agree. Like, I think that once you put a certain level of yourself in something, I mean, goddamn, if you don't like this shit, like, you really don't like me either. Like, we, let's just call it what it is. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what it comes down to. Okay. Well, thank you for joining me. I've had so much fun. It was my pleasure. You. Yes, exactly. I'm Janan. He's Savvy T. Thank you for joining. Thank you guys for listening. 